One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Legends Only. My name is T. Kyle, and I'm Bradley. And this is your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about legends only. Happy Pride Month, girls. Happy Platinum Jubilee. Oh, yeah, that her, happened. Her Highness Majesty. Oh. <laughs> her, her legend. Her legendy. <laughs> yes, everyone. It is officially June. It is June. Which um, means gay. Homosexual. 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 That could honestly be a new segment. Yeah, for the month but of June, gay things. Then it's just kind of the whole podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's June, the month of Pride, the month of Rainbow, rainbow logos, rainbow washing. Everything. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Incoming. as always, the brands are out in full force. Silence, brand. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the brands are branding, and they are promoting a homosexual lifestyle. <laughs> Not many of us agree, but they're doing it anyway for the month of June, just to satisfy the status quo. We do have some initial pandering. We do that. I would like to discuss. There have been some branding decisions that the girls are discussing. They are discussing. Now, overall, <laughs> how do you feel about the whole brand takeover mm-hmm. thing? Because it gets a lot of backlash. I don't really mind it. Honestly. I don't mind it. I find it quite funny. Yeah. I don't take it too seriously. At the same time, you do have to understand marketing is marketing. And, you know, you see through. Mm-hmm. A lot of these brands are still contributing to anti-LGBT polit- politicians and all of that. So, yeah. like... You want to chase the money trail of that if you're actually, you know, putting your dollars towards somebody pro-LGBT just because they've got a rainbow flag in their avi doesn't mean <laughs> that they're actually doing anything. How Me. about give your, no. your workers health care? Um, <laughs> or you can uh, change their patties, but we'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it at all. And I think it's I'm like split between like I, I really like that it's overwhelmingly gay because obviously even just as early as our teen years, that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. And then just like extreme weary, like how much longer must I be gay <laughs> feelings. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's sort of that duality, which I think is the queer experience anyway. I agree. How I think there's feel? a humor to it. Yeah. I saw the tweet going around of the Entertainment Weekly logo mishap that happened. <laughs> yeah. For anyone they... who didn't see. Yeah. So their logo is EW. Otherwise known as EW. And <laughs> they changed the background <laughs> to a rainbow. So with white text, it just said EW over a rainbow. <laughs> and it was so fucking funny. Which honestly is a very accurate portrayal. <laughs> Of the queer experience. Especially with the things we're going to be discussing. <laughs> Certainly, yes. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they did anything wrong, uh, but they did have to change that around. <laughs> it's also just funny to me that no one along the way, from designer to content manager to person who tweeted Pipeline. Just right, like, and mm. there's they're all gays. We know gays over there. They're all gays. Yeah. So it's sort of even funnier. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you know what? I just think every brand should do the most. 
I agree. Because it leads to a couple examples of uh, going too far. Yes. One quick one. Uh, shout out to the Marines. <laughs> Who did basically the very popular Republicans, Democrats meme, but IRL. I thought this was a joke. Me too. I did not think this was serious. If you've never seen that meme, it's basically a criticism of Democrats where it's Republicans is over a bomber plane Mm -hmm. doing bombs. And the Democrat side of it is just like a rainbow flag over the the plane still dropping the bombs. It's like a critique of of our two-party system, which is a different podcast. I thought that that was this. In fact, it is literally uh, the U.S. Marines doing LGBT promo with a helmet with rainbow bullets. Proud to serve. Now, just... (laughs) just The... (laughs) Homosexuals. I I can't even articulate the idea behind well they're rainbow bullets. Yeah. Like it's oh, not what love is love is standing for. Anyway, <laughs> shout out uh shout out to the graphic designers behind that. Similarly, and I believe it is the Marines, a very popular Twitter meme that I just thought of. I believe it's the Marines. The tweet is like, how are you serving today? Or it's like, <laughs> when will you serve? And then just gays for years have quoted it. And they say, I don't know, ask her. And then it's mm-hmm. a fan vid of Ariana Grande. Yeah, or, they're like recruitment yeah. content is all using how, serving. Oh, yeah. How has serving Serve. impacted you? Oh, yes. yes and yes. then the quote tweet is, I don't know, ask her. <laughs> it's yeah, just like yeah. ex-Tina performing. <laughs> Uh, the, yeah, the, uh, military industrial complex has provided for some great gay memes. Mm-hmm. Go figure. Similarly, we do have an, a new entry in the, uh, in the meat industry, in the fast food industry. Shout out to Burger King Austria. None of this is sponsored, by the way. No, but if Burger King Austria would like to sponsor us, <laughs> slide into my DMs. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Even though we did just drag your burgers. I just remembered we did like a tier of like fast food burger rankings on the live chat. Oh, right. It was, was sort like... of informal and it was like Wendy's McDonald's. And then at the very bottom is Burger King. Yeah. For the burgers. Absolutely. Yeah. No, they're like burnt. Mm. Anyway, you can suffer through that burger now with a special pride Whopper in honor of pride month. The pride Whopper is available from now until June 20th. It says time to be proud. And basically, the concept of a proud pride burger, proud pride whopper, <laughs> is you've got two top buns and two bottom buns signifying same side, same sex, same side. Yeah, I don't really get the concept there. They're both bottoms. Yeah, <laughs> two bottoms <laughs> do not make a top. No, and, and two tops look very messy, actually, because you're going to have those two round tops. Mm-hmm. Well, what's it will that flatten. Do? It will. <laughs> it's going to be a mess. And that's what happens when you've got two tops and two bottoms. You know, God now, I will intend. defend this for a split second here. <laughs> Hear me out. The two bottoms is more um, ergonomic. Er- ergo di- Go ahead. That one's probably the skinnier option because it's, it's, the yeah. bottoms are... It um, makes sense. The bottom of a burger is slimmer. Mm-hmm. They're more practical yeah yeah okay now i would not say no to two tops in general right in general but if that was a pretzel bun two tops pretzel bun oh i slay i absolutely because the bottom of a pretzel bun if you've ever had a pretzel bun it's a waste of time yeah what's the point it's it's a suggestion of a bottom Mm -hmm. this is my my worst nightmare donuts bring back the fucking pretzel buns (laughs) we need a nice thick bottom or another top of the pretzel <laughs> in order to round that out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's the Pride Whopper available now if you uh, want to book a flight to Austria. It's only there? I don't know if it's only there. But it is the, the poster that went viral online. Let us know if there's a Burger King near you if you can order a Pride Whopper. Mm-hmm. Or send us photos of embarrassing Pride things that you see. Absolutely anywhere and just tag us on instagram 
what was the the one that's always a favorite Ch- chipotle the burrito the like lgbt burrito just classics just stone cold yeah, classics no. yeah keep us posted throughout the month for any embarrassing pandering you might see and we'll report it back here we will live <laughs> well speaking of gay we have a new gay rat to discuss <laughs> <laughs> and we're not talking about the latest demon twink at Tai T. What? Is there an Oh no, I don't know. Oh. I'm sure there is. Though. I'm waiting for an update. I'm sure there will be. It's it's too soon in the season. There it is too soon in the season. I haven't gone yet. Exactly. You are the gay <laughs> rat. I yes. stunt and do something at Tai T to you be should. the next demon. I can't be a, I'm not a twink though. Well, just a demon. <laughs> There's always time to yeah. cause chaos. Is that tea. at T. Kyle? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes. In rat ears. <laughs> no, Speaking of rats. Uh, there's a new rat. There's a new we, rat in town. We discussed uh, this rat last week. Yeah, we did. We did not know who she was. Mm-mm. But the rat vaping at the Katy Perry residency in Las Vegas mm-hmm. now has a name. Sure does. And a gay behind the voice. Legendary gay, if you ask me. His name is Ratso. Ratso, the newest cast member of Play. A huge thank you to the iconic, best-selling Harvey Firestein to lending his voice for the character. We wouldn't have done it without you. Everyone go read his fab memoir, says Katy Perry. Ratso is the gay vaping rat joining Katy in Vegas for her Play residency. Mm -hmm. And now we know. The girls with the passion for fashion. Rats. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, he's on stage. Oh, have her. we seen footage yet? You know the part where she's pouring beer out of her yes. beer can titty? Tits. I think the rat goes up on stage and like sits and banters with her. What a great show. What a yeah, great... I need to go see it. Definitely need to see Not that. Not sponsored. De- yeah, no. No, we do need to go see it, though. Sounds like it's going to be quite a sight. Mm-hmm. So shout out to that rat. Shout out to that rat and Sin City coming to a uh, residency near you. And speaking of Las Vegas, actually, you have you have an update. A yes, jo- a we Joe do. Update. The Jonas Brothers are doing a mini residency well, in Las Vegas. All the girls are. They are. And I was like a little sad getting a little FOMO about this. Oh. And then last night, they covered What Dreams Are Made Of. Nick Jonas started singing it. And the crowd took over. Wow. Pretty legendary. That is a Hillary crossover. Mm-hmm. I mean, the crowd really took over. There's videos on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I would have shushed the crowd. Lord. I'm like, Joe's singing, shut up! Shh! <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, speaking of covers, late breaking news, because I had just saw this. Speaking of legends covering legends, and shushers covering... Non-shushers. <laughs> Lord covered Carly Rae Jepsen's Run Away With Me. Yes. Live. She did a rendition. She let the crowd sing along with her. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. And the crowd also took over in that case. They did. Yeah. There was an update there. The crowd shushed, shushed her back. Lord. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> Very incredible moment. Uh, her reaction is hilarious. <laughs> she's she's like, a bit... <gasps> taken aback she's shook she's she is shook. shushed and shook she's gonna have to incorporate that now she will into her show somehow she needs to do like an artistic rendering of her with the finger in front of her lips doing a shush <laughs> as like merch like Next really album embrace cover. it oh my god yeah silence <laughs> the new era silent power yeah <laughs> oh god well Covers, covers, and more covers. I think it's time we discuss... And gays. Gays and Mm -hmm. covers. Speaking of gay. (laughs) I think it's time we hop the ferry, sit down in our seats so nobody concusses. So we don't get concussions again. (laughs) And head on over to the magical world of Fire Island, where the gays are thriving. Tis the season. Tis the release week of Fire Island, the new movie. Out now. Featuring many a gay, many talented gays. Joel Kim Booster, Bowen Yang. They're all Matt here. Rogers. Matt Rogers. They're all here. They're queer. 
And and it's written by Joel Kim Booster, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. A take on Pride and Prejudice. And it is a rom comedy of sorts. Have you seen yet? I'm I have not seen yet. Okay. I am planning I'm to gonna, watch. Yes. We can we can do, like go week, watch this week. Yeah, next week we will come to you with our review. Yes. Among other things, although the, the reviews have been glowing mm-hmm. on Twitter, Rotten Tomatoes also. It's fresh. Yeah. Uh, you know something's good when people who have no taste. <laughs> me yeah. um, no what's the um the metaphor of like iron in the fire or like there's no um there's no horse in the race yeah people who have no horse in the race yeah. to be glowing about it right right are raving about it yeah if that made any sense at all it does it makes complete sense because it's right. like yeah i don't want to hear from them i want to hear from people who are not attached to the project yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah people who weren't paid off people who no. weren't paid off <laughs> can't relate um <laughs> but I think that this oh, well the irony <laughs> <laughs> the um it's out now on Hulu and not sponsored not paid off no and although it is attached to my Spotify wait you get Hulu with Spotify also not oh. sponsored yeah okay you should look that one up I think you have to I go to the, the that. website and activate it okay well. not sponsored but if you would like to well there is a soundtrack attached to Fire Island, mm-hmm. and included in the soundtrack is a brand new cover. Muna has covered none other than the legendary Miss Britney Spears. Sometimes. Now, we like to have some, some laughs about sometimes on this pod and the, other, the other pod. Because uh, Britney famously, no one drags it more than Britney herself, who spent an entire tour announcing i never liked that one anyway mm-hmm. and it's always been one of the cheesier offerings from the debut i mean not that obviously it was of its time it was bubblegum pop but as far as the selections from the album it's definitely considered i think like one of the more cheesy ones it's still sentimental it's still a classic it's still got those melodies those hooks it's still iconic and it always goes viral because people always post the thing from the video of the girl scratching her her vagine. Yeah. Yeah. The pier dance. Iconic. I mean, all of the visuals around it, iconic, deeply. Recorded at the age of 16, which is just crazy to think about. Every time I like think about actually, because we grew up with her, so like it doesn't feel as crazy. But like no. if you told me a 16-year-old did that, now I'm like, what? That's a child. Yeah. It's literally a child. It's like if Charlie D'Amelio released sometimes. <sighs> well, Addison Wright will. But oh, I wish. Um, anyway, sometimes cover single two from the legendary Miss Britney Spears. I am not I'm a absolute first I'm a gate gatekeeper, gaslighter, um, <laughs> all the way, and I do not appreciate a Britney cover usually. Yeah, no, we are on the record of <laughs> yeah. saying that we hate Britney covers. Like, almost always, if you give me a brooding, toxic indie song singer-songwriter cover, I'm never going to like it. And I also find that, like, remakes of the Britney songs tend to feel very, like, tongue-in-cheek, like, almost like they're making fun of them. I just... I'm just... Uh, There's an air of, like, mocking her yes. in covers, I do feel. Yes. Like, people... Or like, well, I can actually sing. Right, so I let can. Me, I let can me, do this. Let me a do serious an actual way. vocal mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. here. Okay, well, get back to me in twenty years, right? With the career with your career that does not measure up to hers, right? Anyway, anyway, we we <laughs> we're not fun. Um, <laughs> you get on stage and perform with a snake and a live tiger. Let's see what happens to you. <laughs> a little overprotective. <laughs> Um, the stan is still buried. The stan is in still deep. deep in our heart. Reference. Mm-hmm. Um, so they covered, and first of all, like we we've been covering them for a while, but also they have an album coming out, and they've been on a roll in general. So this was a, a surprise because I was already like singing their praises recently, and then this cover came. Uh, Muna has nailed this cover, in my opinion, so fucking good because it's the perfect mix of sort of sad and somber and wistful with sweet. And it just, it's completely their sound. That's what they do. They do boppable beats and like dance pop with like the most emo lyrics. Yeah. And, and very ethereal vocals yes. and haunting, but mm-hmm. beautiful and sad, but also happy. Yes. I will admit when I did finally sit down, put on headphones and like properly listen to it, I 
did cry. The true ha. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I literally did cry. Um, because I feel like it properly evokes like the nostalgia mm-hmm. of it and also just like the memories of her and like that time for us and everything that's happened since. And I feel like it just hits, it just like hits, right? It, it does. hits a mood. Mm-hmm. It's not mocking. No. It's not, it's just very. It's also very different. It is. I mean, it, it's, it covers it, the same structure of the song, yeah. but it feels like an entirely new track. It does. I My one gripe is, of course, it dropped the Magnificent Bridge, but I'm going to chalk that up to like Spotify and streaming culture mm-hmm. just because. Gen Z. Yeah. Blame them. No. Blame the kids. <laughs> I would have liked that because that, that bridge is so fantastic. But otherwise, I think it's perfect. And they made it their own. And very happy. A queer trio, all queer, all Britney. Like, it's like, it's perfect. Speaking of gay. It's really everything you could ask for, for a summer gay movie soundtrack mm-hmm. song. So. And I'm excited to see it used in the movie. Yes. Because... It's part of the glowing reviews that I'm seeing. Yes. I have I've seen some spoilery things and I'm excited to like properly watch it. Yeah. So yeah, just perfect all around. We love. I kind of want to go back to Fire Island. Well, I think you're going to want to after the movie, from what I've heard as well. It, I think it also reignited a little spark. Yeah. So this is a PSA to everyone to stay seated sit your ass down. when you are on a boat, especially if the weather is bad and the waves are strong do not stand up and dance to give me more while a boat is rocking violently in a storm sea because things will happen and it will hurt a lot and leave you with some permanent um neurological problems but i like to say that i do think i got funnier after that concussion yeah i did get a stutter I edit it out of the podcast, so you don't really ever hear it. But I do have a stutter. Um, <laughs> and you know what? It was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth it. I just think that you should go again and knock your stutter out this time. <laughs> I re- I think I could actually die if I get another concussion. I, yeah, I feel like you're like a cat with it's the lives. It's the third one. Yeah. yeah, that was the third one. It was the worst one. Yeah. Shout out to everyone who is traumatized from my fainting in college when I fainted, hit my head on a table, and then cracked my head on the floor. And then all the gays that experienced me flipping over the bench on <laughs> Fire Island. Um, not the ferry. It was the other one. The um, the little boat that goes from the Grove. The carry ferry? Uh, kind that was of. me. I was driving, it's so like it's kind little, of my fault. Like a little tugboat that goes from... <laughs> The Grove to the Pines. Okay. Those poor workers and everyone that experienced that. Yeah, you're, you're the doing good. The surfer that helped me. Scarring anyone oh, around sorry. you. sorry. <sighs> you know what? I'm still here. So. Oh, God. Well. Nobody was killed. No, Nobody's killed. Well. You're well on your way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Uh, anyway. Stay safe, girls. Drink water. Sit down. <laughs> Put on your SPF. Yeah. Definitely do that. Oh, and speaking of the Fire Island cast, tune in to our after show on Patreon. We're doing this new thing. If you are a subscriber on Patreon, every episode is going to have a bonus after After show show where, (laughs) you know, the concept of that is like you can listen to it after after this show. show. And we'll get into more things like personal stories and some tidbits. Yeah, we had some events. Yes, we went to an profile event this week. The Fire Island cast was there. Yeah. Things happened. Mm -hmm. I was too nervous to say hi to Bo and Yang. This time. I know. I was so intimate. I was like, I who am I? I was too scared. But anyway, we'll we'll be discussing that story in the after show. (laughs) So if you are a Patreon supporter, shout out to you. Thank you for supporting the pod. Yes. Thank you. Patreon.com slash Legends, Legends. Only. That kind of sounded like Countess Luann. Thank you for that compliment. <laughs> I really appreciate that. I've seen some friends attending her show. Mm-hmm. I've seen on the stories. Yeah, she was in overseas places like Canada. Didn't recently. she hit the bongos or something? Yes. The- <laughs> she does like a bongo. Like, perform- Musician. <laughs> 
I, she's a true artist. Yeah. I mean, some of the girls can't say the same. They sure can. Yeah. But anyway. All right. Well, from Fire Island, we're going to keep taking the ferry on over across the pond. It's time for a UK Minute, a quick update from across the pond. Now, I did not attend, and yes, I am uh, ashamed of myself, but I did watch enough videos and get enough updates from Legends Only listeners and friends. Mighty Hoopla, the festival in the UK featuring tons of faves, just went down directly in opposition of the Queen's Platinum Jubilee, but we know what the real celebration we know who the real queens are are um the spice girls (laughs) well at this festival it was the sugar babes doing their grand return to the festival circuit uh they performed all the hits a lot of the hits i saw the set list very excited about it they did flatline now flatline is of course uh the one song they released as machikisha siobhan when they regrouped as sugar babes 1.0 in 2013 it is my favorite song of 2013 and it is finally on streaming services once again under the name sugar babes okay i'm looking that one up (laughs) uh produced by dev hines legend sugar babes they open with push the button oh i do know that one yeah yeah they had some visuals going they had a dramatic intro uh there was some light choreo the vocals were on point. I was very excited, very thrilled, and I sincerely hope that they keep the momentum going and actually do something uh, with this goodwill and attention and promo right now because we are desperately in need of a UK girl group to be leading the way. Shout out to Flo. We're, we're excited for Flo. Cascada and, of course, Steps performed. They covered Cher. It looked really gay and really good. It's giving, it's giving share. <laughs> yeah, and of course, Kylie, although it's not a UK minute, this is an Australia minute, joined Jessie Ware on stage in the UK for her birthday. And then hop skipped over here. And did you see this? She popped out at the Coldplay concert last night. No. She did Can't Get You Out of My Head with Chris Martin. <gasps> I, I'm, I'm upset. But I'm also happy she did that. She's got this little wine tour she's doing in New Jersey and New York, mm-hmm. signing bottles and appearing on Watch What Happens. It's it's quite a, a hoop-de-doo. Um, yeah, so Kylie is uh, running the, the wine game right now. And I think... I think that's everything in the UK that's ever happened. And then, like, the Queen or whatever. <laughs> yeah. The Queen's... It's been so much. I've had to cover so much for work. Meghan Markle... Meghan Markle Walking made her down the aisle. Grand, yeah, re- <laughs> royal reunion after two years. All the royals. There were like 30 performers as well. Diana Ross, Elton John, Ed Sheeran. It was a lot. There was a lot of festivities. There was a hologram. Of who? Princess, <laughs> princess Queen Elizabeth. They literally did. So she didn't feel up to doing all the events. So when they did the final parade, they had her original carriage when she was first put on ascended to the throne. It was like this golden carriage. And they had a hologram of her in 1952 waving to the crowd. Okay. <laughs> it's very dystopia. Very, it's dystopia. It's disturbia. But she did make a surprise final appearance wearing green, waving to the commoners um, <laughs> from the balcony. Hello, locals. <laughs> Hello, locals. <laughs> Um, she did a skit with uh, Paddington Bear. Oh, she pulled... did Peppa get an invite? You know what? No. Wow. Um, Peppa was snubbed. Peppa will have words Jubilee. for her. She has albums. Why is she not up there singing? <laughs> she actually should be. She should have been in the skit. Yeah. Yeah. Come to think of it. Wow. Well. Oh, Adam Lambert performed. Speaking Bing of, speaking of Queens, the Queens Jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of queens, Adam Lambert performed with Queen in honor of the Queen. Say wow. that three times fast. There was a lot of uh, celebration of uh, the monarchy. So, yeah. Well, there you go. Slay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look these up. I really only saw Meghan Markle. Yeah, it was a big moment. Down. Like, she You could knew. cut the tension with a knife. Oh, but like she fucking served. She like did. she knew all eyes were on her. Yeah, just like a you royal circle. You know what everyone's circus. thinking. Slid. Yes. Anyway, from one queen 
to another, from one British queen to another. Our seg our segues, our transitions this this week are flawless. All actually. eyes on us. All eyes on us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's time for a little bit of a tick tock sock. Don't vape. We have a um, supersized TikTok talk. <laughs> we do. And technically, these are not all TikToks, but they no. do. They did end up on TikTok. Yeah, all tied in yes. to TikTok in some way. Undoubtedly, you've heard about this first thing we're going to talk the TikTok bop. about. Bop, 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 bop. The legendary Kate Bush is on everyone's lips this month. Do you watch Stranger Things? I watched the first season. Okay. I did too. And I enjoyed it. I did too. And then and I, I don't know why I stopped. I don't either. Well, she's here now. <laughs> On her fourth season. Mm-hmm. She's here for season four, Stranger Things, part one, out now, not sponsored. And there is a pivotal scene, spoiler alert, although like if you've existed on the internet, like at this point, you know that like this song is involved. There's a pivotal scene. I'm not going to spoil it where Kate Bush's running up that hill, a deal with God is featured prominently. And the scene is so impactful and emotional that it quickly took off on social media. People kept talking about it. And it's so successful that the girls started streaming it. And Gen Z has latched on. It is a song on All TikTok. All over TikTok. It is everywhere. The memes are fast and furious. I will say a bit ahead of its time, although the song wasn't in this compilation, when Addison Ray did the Jimmy Fallon dance along that like got skewered, a gay made a Addison Ray dancing to Kate Bush. And it has like 200,000 views on YouTube. Oh. And she's dancing to like more obscure-ish selections from her. It's hysterical. The Kate Bush wave was, was coming, was coming. And now it's hit. Now, this song is about 95, 05, 15, 40 years old, 37, yeah. 40 years old. And she's running up that hill again. She's running up the charts. And you know who's scared? Harry. I think she might <laughs> She might topple that spot. She's already at number eight in the UK. And she's on track to perhaps snatch his wig, as she should. I think it'll be a swift snatching. Yes. At least for a week or two. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of a... Remind the girls, yep. <laughs> take her by the hair, um, <laughs> which I would personally love. I think it is so funny and amazing that this song might be a number one hit in 2022, especially in the summer. Song of the summer confirmed. I love it. And she confirmed that she is aware of this because she's, you know, an elusive Chanteuse, as all the legends are. And she said, you might have heard the first part of the fantastic new series Stranger Things has recently been released. It features the song Running Up That Hill, which is given a whole new lease of life by the young fans who love the show. And I love it, too. Because of this, Running Up That Hill is charting around the world, has entered the UK chart at number eight. It's all really exciting. Thanks very much to everyone who supported the song. I wait with bated breath for the rest of the series in July. Best wishes, Kate. It's so cute. And she... Mm-hmm. Did this on her website. On her website. She hasn't updated since Christmas. Yeah, which which is even cuter. Yep. And I will say, like, I don't want to misrepresent myself. I'm not necessarily a a studied Kate Bush devotee. I'm not necessarily a scholar as I would be like a Madonna, Grace Jones, whatever. But I know a legend when I see one, when I hear one. And I have known of Kate's music for a while. As many people have. And it's been very delightful to see that song particularly run up that hill. Also, it's just, it really is a good song. It is. Like, it really is. So I'm glad it's once again getting that uh, promo. It's also got some interesting themes. It's it's kind of topical in a strange way. I, I saw, it was also used in um, It's a Sin, the UK gay series from last year because it's basically talking about if we could switch roles and I were a man I could run up that hill like it's kind of like you know gender dynamics Mm -hmm. it's an interesting time to come back into play so I think that's cool Uh, but yeah lots of lots of memes lots of 
promo for Kate Bush. How cool to have your song from 40 years ago mm-hmm. just out of nowhere take off. I don't know. I just love it. It's very... I love when um, stuff like this happens. Like it's very things. Judy is the trolley song. Yes. It's very that. And I'm always going to root for a legend, you know, a veteran to snatch these new kids' wigs because I just love it. I'm sorry. I'm always going to root for that. It just tickles me to no end. And she truly is like your legend's legend. Like Bjork cites her as an inspiration. Like she's, she is that girl. We just, we stand. And we'll see where she ends up on the charts uh, because this all kind of bubbled up in the past week, which means like the charts will start reflecting that. We'll see in, on the Billboard charts, which is difficult to get. Not everybody has that. <sighs> but, you know, one of the memes that I loved to move this along uh, was they pasted a picture of Kate Bush over Halsey with the caption like, now I have to make eight my label's making me make eight tiktoks it is really fucking funny that at this moment of the cultural conversation about like i have to make tiktoks to make my songs chart kate bush just swooped in and outsold and outcharted yep (laughs) well because the audience took it and made the tiktoks for her yes exactly i know there's such an irony that i don't know also, just the power the power of the sink. I am fascinated by a sink. I feel like, and syncing is when you attach a song to a commercial, a TV show, or a movie, or, you know, some spot. And that is how sometimes these songs just, like, have new lives, or if they're new, like, get blown up properly. But Also, how cool, though, to the crew at the show because mm. this is a creative job. I yeah. mean, it's, it's someone deciding that like these lyrics match the scene, this music matches the scene. Like yep. it's a, I mean, whoever made that decision, like this impact, how cool for that person doing Completely. the music syncs. And you're the one who picked running up that hill for that scene mm-hmm. of stranger things. Like you'll be known for that. It's as impactful. I would say, Maybe the most since... Give me more in Hustlers. Give me more in Hustlers, yes. And then before that, I would say, see us breathe me and Six Feet Under. <gasps> that, <true. sighs> that kicked off Don't everything for... Yeah. <laughs> kicked off Sia in a huge way. It was the most perfect show ending of all time. And yeah, a good sync can really, can really do it. That's a cool job. Honestly, like one day I will understand. And also like, I would love to be the one who's like, who makes the pivotal choice of what the last scene's song will be. Mm-hmm. Like Thomas Newman scoring Nemo Egg. Exactly. Nailed just, it. Just like that. In the final seconds, Lisa Scott Lee's electric <laughs> at the end of Six Feet Under the Reboot. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's very cool to see. Very excited about it. And yeah, so in 30 years, we're going to be watching... Stranger Things, the reboot on Netflix, starring Millie Bobby Brown's daughter. And there's going to be a pivotal scene where a girl has to run away from the monster. And then on comes Heidi Montag's body language. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to like pull out. And the monsters that Millie is running away from. Homosexual. 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 Oh, my God. Oh, If you get that joke, you get that joke. (laughs) Well, speaking of TikToks and being forced against your will to make them, we have an update from the cultural conversation starter herself, Halsey. The label gave in. decided to put the song out. They gave a little apology of sorts. I'm sorry, but this tweet was weird. It's embarrassing. Some would say everything is. (laughs) Sky certainly had something to say about this. Yes. They did tweet out. They tweeted to her and said, we love you and are here to support you. We are committing to a release of So Good on June 9th, 2022 with a text image that just says like, we're an artist first company, blah, 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 whatever. It's very bizarre. It is. And a little too serious. And it didn't help the, uh, the faking it for views allegations. Yeah. It makes it worse. It makes it feel more like, oh, so you had a music video and a song release date prepared. Like it doesn't help. I will say 
However, so good. It's coming out June 9th. Yeah. Uh, also in juxtaposition to what happened after yeah. with the Kate Bush song. Right. I which I, I mean, it's very rare that you see good things happen on social media. It's, sure. you know, that's a different conversation. But when something major like that impacts pop culture and travels from a TV show to TikTok, then to the charts and sweeps in and everyone's streaming the song, it goes to show how beneficial a platform like TikTok is when you see the audience loving mm-hmm. your music and for Halsey to complain about that then see this happen uh-huh. for Kate Bush another artist yeah. another female artist of a song that's 40 years old like yes. magical moments like this can happen for an artist and so it just makes it's it's hard because it's like the label has a point like yeah we had a, a nice discussion on the discord about it actually because TikTok ultimately is the great equalizer in some ways of like your music can only hit you can drop the the label dollars to have influencers do the dances to it, but it's the people that need to carry it on. Mm-hmm. If there's only one J Lo love, don't oh, cost a thing I challenge. I was gonna video. say, I'm like when I <laughs> there's only one, and if there's only one video under the hashtag, then that's it. And you could spend all you like on that hashtag, and t- you know the twelve in- influencers you bought out to do that, fine. <laughs> but you need to have ev- the the everybody do it too. So it's like. TikTok does that. Everybody started and doing the Lizzo dance. Yeah. The and about dance. You can't dance buy time, that. You can't dance. plan that. You can't strategize right. that. You can't. I mean, you probably, some, you could, but mostly it's 99% organic. People have to like the song. Yeah. If it's a bad song, they're not going to do it. It's got to be. Well, well, not always true. Uh, okay. Well, yes. It could go viral for a different day. <laughs> I fucking love him, by the way. Oh my God, clubbers. Shout um, out to Brandon in the clubs. Shout out to Brandon in the clubs. But you know what I mean? Like, it's not wrong necessarily of the label to be like, do TikToks because we see what happens all the time when it's well received. It's more a matter of like, there should be a creative collaboration. There should be some sort of what makes sense to you as an artist to make a TikTok. Maybe it doesn't even need to actually involve you doing it. Like there are, the the possibilities are endless. I mean, you have to look back at like Sia doing the wig thing and like what that meant to like that that created a whole thing with her career that like mm-hmm. there are ways that you can That's get around branding. branding. There are ways that you can like think outside of traditional whatever to make things pop. So it's a complaint that I understand, but I'm also like, look, it's doing it for so many songs. Mm-hmm. You can't blame them for seeing that what it's doing. Yeah. Anyway, so we got so good coming out. And we'll see how that gets promoted. And if it is so good, which, by the way, if you would like a good so good, Rachel Stevens has a song called So Good. And I doubt it's going to be better than that one. So shout out to Rachel Stevens, queen of pop, member of S Club 7, solo star. (laughs) Now doing mostly modeling on Instagram, high fashion. Okay, I'm looking that one up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there will be a come and get it deep dive just for me eventually top 10 album of all time anyway wow we're moving on yeah so <laughs> speaking of the power of tiktok yeah so speaking of the power of tiktok there is an artist that i wanted to shout out and this is honestly in kind of contrast to the halsey saga right and you have been paid to say this <laughs> <laughs> i wish same same. We can't beat the paid off allegations. I wish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish. Actually, no, I I don't think I could be like paid off. It's also just we also had that discussion about I'm uh, a bad liar. On the Discord, we had discussion about industry plants and things like that. And it's like to a degree that's not even realistic. Once again, like people have to genuinely like what you're promoting, like mm-hmm. what you're doing. It just it can only get you so far. I also think if you lose trust yeah. with the people that are listening to you, like I value trust of mm-hmm. the listener. So yeah. if I'm recommending something and I say this is a bop, right? I want them to trust me, right? Or if I'm saying like, hey, use this product, yeah. Like when I promote that ice coffee thing, yeah, for free, it sold out, and people are like, oh my god, I'm a fucking obsessed with this. I'm like, yeah, that's because I don't lie, right? Trust, it's important. Yeah. Anywho. So there's an artist on TikTok. Her name is Hemlock Springs. And she posted a thing that was kind of mocking Halsey in a way. Oh, yeah, she did. The That's, caption yeah. was, I don't, I shouldn't say it was mocking Halsey. No, I it, say was, it was. It was in response, very connected. 
She used um, like day one of me trying to make a viral moment since that's all people care about. Mm -hmm. She's an indie artist. She makes her music um, herself. And the song is called Give Me All Your Love. And it went kind of viral and Grimes. Not to be confused with Madonna. Oh, yes. Bob. (laughs) Grimes commented on it and said, this is good. And I think that's what made it take off Mm because you have someone who's a celebrity commenting. It's going to go into more people's For For You you pages. pages. And it took off. And it has a really catchy melody, and she posted this follow-up TikTok showing how she made the song. Yes. She's a bedroom producer, which is a, a term for like someone who makes their own music DIY at home. DIY at home. And she showed the process of making it with stock instruments, mm-hmm. and it's so catchy, and it was stuck in my head all weekend long. Very grimesy also. I see why she commented on it. Yeah. But it's just like, she used like stock drums from like the Logic Pro kit. And it's catchy, and all these people are taking it and making TikToks with it. And I just, again, was like, I love seeing something like this happen for Mm. an artist. Like, this is fucking cool, and this is why TikTok is cool. It's obviously a lightning in a bottle moment, a magical moment that happens. You can't plan this, Mm -mm. but I just wanted to shout this out. The song is very catchy, too. Yeah. I know. I was talking about it also on the Discord with everybody. Um, it's like when Maggie Rogers, if you remember, did that song Alaska with Pharrell. And Pharrell was, do you remember this happened? It went viral. Like he was in a class and she presented Alaska. It was like 2016 or 17. And it just went viral because of his authentic like reaction to being surprised by the production. And then she went on to become a big star. It's just once again, the virality of social media mm-hmm. and... We're keeping it going. Now, I don't know if this necessarily promoted their music. No, but I knew what they were doing. Yes. Haim did a little dance. <laughs> <laughs> they, they gave us choreo. They gave us a lot of choreo. And uh, I've used it for everything except Haim songs. I've used it for Becky G, um, Booty Love. It really goes with everything. No doubt you've seen it. If you haven't, obviously, we will we'll be posting it on the Instagram yeah, we've got choreo. Do we think they did this knowing what they were doing? Yes. I agree. Absolutely. And I will say I love it because yeah. I think one thing with social media, I think people can get too, um, whatchamacallit, like too curated. Okay. And mm-hmm. I love that they just went up and they're having fun. Yeah. That's like, that's the point, isn't it? I like to have fun. We're all going to have fun. <laughs> that was one of the Heim sisters to the other. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, they knew what they were doing. They had themselves a little Hillary with love choreo moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing's going to beat that, but it's nice to have a little variety in my, um, dubbing over dancing. <laughs> yeah. Selection. My dancing folder yeah. of videos that I have. <laughs> yeah. This one, BB Rexa shaking her tits yep, on yep. the boat, mm-hmm. RuPaul going off, <laughs> Wendy. Right. So many good ones. There really are. There really are. Well... Haim was serving the moves, and some people have been serving the looks. And moving like Jagger? (laughs) I think it's time for a little segment that we like to call... High fashion! (laughs) So editorial. Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my god, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. The girls with the passion for fashion. Legendina. Legend X. I don't have a problem making this high fashion editorial two weeks in a row. Can Tina? <laughs> Am far Tina? <laughs> South of France. Tina. South of France, Tina. I need to try and work on the, I wouldn't say it's an accent, but X-tinisms. like the ex-Tina yeah, especially speaking voice. In our high fashion mutual pick of the week, uh, Christina Aguilera for Vogue France. Get ready for Amphar. From the minute she opened that door. Oh, I was howling. Oh, full Legendina in full force. It's fantastic. We'll insert a little audio of her vocals. Because <laughs> even her speaking vocals are mm-hmm. giving. It's very everything. dramatic. It's very, <laughs> you just see the wheels turning. She's pulling all these big words that I've never heard before. <laughs> She's cackling. Okay, so we are beginning a little bit of glam let's get glam french elegance feels like it's how it feels it feels you know like a lifestyle don't let the clothes wear you get glam my gown is very glamorous while still keeping it pretty 
um, glamorous and what would you say, half up, half down almost in a way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Today we're, you know, going into a more glam look. Seeing different people in chats. Still make sure it's glam. Let's get glam, I wrote for all my fun fashion friends. A what? I'm homosexual. I really wanted to do something um, inspired by them. You know, she's a glam girl for a long time now. Cindy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah! <laughs> she's like, I'm here with my glam. I've always been doing glam. You know, I've always been a glam girl. <laughs> Got it. We get it? Glam? Yeah, she's like, I've always been a glam girl. I need to get her. It's so funny. It's so good. And then the shot of her standing and just like talking about the performances, the chrome nails, how like versatile they are because in the light, you know, they're giving you chrome, but then they also look gold depending on what you're wearing. And I've always been a glam girl. <laughs> just, yeah. And then like the cape and the sunglasses and like her popping into the little uh, golf cart. It's so good. Oh, highly recommend a full viewing of Get Ready with X Tina. We need it as a weekly series, to be honest. I would watch that. Maybe she, it was too ahead of its time it for certain people. Might be a little bit too ahead of its time for certain people. But she could really kill that that she doesn't already, but I feel like she could really kill it if she did even more, like of this kind of thing. In a very Jaclyn Hill oh my God, sort of would, way. When is Xtina Beauty coming? I know. X Beauty. And it could just be the lipstick at first. Yeah. That blue-red lip sense. True beauty. She also talks uh, a lot about fashion in this, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Kind of credits herself with inventing chaps, <laughs> which was sending me. She's like, you know, it's so great looking back at the trends that I started with these chaps, and now I'm seeing other people wearing chaps, and it's just so cool to see. <laughs> There's enough like, room I... in everyone's closet, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and talking about like the Y2K aesthetic. Yeah, and oh. she's right. I mean that you know all these Gen Z girlies inviting her to like their birthday parties and stuff, and having her perform and everything, mm -hmm. and emulating her looks. It's it's all come full spin around in I mean, circles. Avril's got the the orange tips, which is very Christina. Mm. Oh yes, let's reignite. Xtina v Avril. Yeah, <laughs> we will be getting to Avril in a moment, but we stay. We still need to stick with Xtina because Xtina gave us a mouth, an earful, a mouthful over the weekend. Yeah, it's been a very <laughs> confusing. It has moment because some would literally say ahead of its launch time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she was also serving in those Instagram posts that oh, were in the black yes. and red light. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we had a, um, some, some down and up and downs uh, on the streaming platforms, the DSPs. Mm -hmm. Somebody's getting fired. Somebody's getting fired. Yep. Shoot him. Shoot. <laughs> gum. Someone's getting whipped with the anal bead mic stand. I, somebody has gum in their hair, for sure. <laughs> on, on May 30th, over Memorial Day weekend, suddenly La Tormenta dropped on services, including Sueltame, Brujeria, Cuando Me De La Gana. And it was it, it was like, oh, okay, good, cool. They, she did promise three EPs in Espanol, and we are clearly getting them. She is body talking this release. But then we got one a day later called Aguilera. In all caps. In all caps. She posted on the Instagram story, I clicked immediately and I was brought to Spotify where there was a album with no art that said Christina Aguilera Aguilera album in like a local generic font. In it a was up there for hours mm -hmm. and you know, somebody was seething and throwing their mouse screaming clicking octaves, the keyboard, like the, your body the music video fired, hitting delete on the cover art. <laughs> Now, I think the general consensus is that she bundled EP1 and EP2 to get in just under the wire for the Latin Grammys submission deadline. So oh. we had to make it an album for it to count. So they bundled them real quick is what I'm hearing. Or I think that's the talk of the town of, of 
the strategy there. I'm unclear. All I know is that the cover art has changed to Aguilera. And it is a sleigh. And it, of course, is a sleigh. This whole Miraflejo Dos era, these album covers are, are truly works of art. And so are the visuals. But yeah, so she's combined the first two. And we do have a third one on the way, which she announced, which was just like, okay, I'm, I'm, all right. It just felt like a lot at once. It's just a lot of legend. We've got uh, La Fuerza, La Tormenta, Aguilera, and... What's the third one called? Okay, we've got La Fuerza, La Tormenta, La Luz. Okay, the light is coming. The light is coming. Oh. Yeah. To take everything the darkness stole. Oh my God, I hope it's all dance. Oh, you never know. You never know. But I don't really think so. I think it's probably just going to be the same vibe, which I'm enjoying. I'm digging. Yeah. We're in her uh, body talk era. She will Slay. She will say that she invented this format, but... She will. <laughs> Robin did do this, for the record. However, I think it's a great concept. I love having little bites, in theory, little bites spread throughout the year. Instead, she was like, here's the whole sandwich, you bitch. <laughs> in between Nintendo promo. <laughs> well, we also have some fun releases this past week. We do. To discuss... Now we do, you know, we have an honorary man that we do discuss now with that. Speaking of gay. <laughs> an LGBT uh, has entered the chat. Tom Aspall is here with his album, Life in Plastic, which dropped literally the moment that we dropped an episode. And we were like, album coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's album here. Album out now. Album out now. Of course, we talked about Listen to Nicole, an ode to Shirzy, full of Ina-style Europop bangers. Very enjoyable Mediterranean, European vibes. Oh. Uh, yeah, dance pop. You know the fucking vibes, basically. So get it's into a good it. Time. It, yeah, get into it. Support LGBT talent. Yes, we we do that. We do that, mm-hmm. especially during Pride Month. Especially during Pride Month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got a debut album out. Yes, so Lay Youth is out with their debut album they've been around for a while they but have. this is an actual full-length album very good it's a vibe it's chill dancey could listen to it while you work poolside late night it works for everything bops the standout track is uh new love lay youth and sultan and shepherd yeah so my the kings that work with uh, nadia ali all the time yes yes um and panama as well yeah it's called new love bop but yeah, the whole album is like one of those ones you could just put on and chill. Love that. Well, actually, it's good timing. We've been talking about the girls being inspired by things happening 20 years ago, old things becoming new again, and nostalgia. It's been a very thematically consistent episode, actually. Mm-hmm. And what better to send us off than to discuss the 20th anniversary of Avril Lavigne's let go out now all new 20th anniversary version yes with an updated cover updated cover it's a little more it's a little more rock you like to rock out in red we have a updated track list mm-hmm. deluxe edition that includes her version of what would become kelly clarkson's 2004 smash breakaway originally written by avril levine now is this from that era or did she record it recently that's what i want to know i feel like she recorded it recently but maybe not i maybe not i'm kind of getting vibes that it's older like this is from a session 20 years ago yeah she sounds younger on she it do- you know what i mean she sounds right. the same i feel yeah. like on the new stuff with the old stuff but there yeah. is something in her um vocal uh i understand i that may be the case. Um, it, it features five B-sides also. Falling Down, I Don't Give, Why, Get Over It, and Make Up. Some of those were not available on streaming services. But yeah, their Breakaway, we've discussed the whole saga of Kelly doing it. And Avril was doing like promo cycles recently for her new album. And she talked about Breakaway. And she appeared on the Kelly Clarkson show and then she covered it on her tour. So we're like all the way full circle of like her fully acknowledging it, putting it on streaming, letting everyone hear her version. 
It's nice. I like her version a lot. I like her version a lot. It fits her. It's like the Sometimes cover where it feels mm. like a different song, even though it's the same with a couple lyric changes. Yeah. I can hear how it still was too chill for what she wanted on her album. It's it's still Breakaway, so it's yeah. not as like Skater Boy, whatever. Or It goes well with I'm With You. Nobody's Home. Yeah. Yeah. Has that same kind of vibe. But True. I mean, I'm With You is fucking iconic. Right. Right. I think a lot of people just like freaked out at the nostalgia. Of it. I think some people didn't know. Some people didn't know that she did it. So that's always a gag. And yeah, it's a nice little celebration of the album. She posted a really sweet thing, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, today marks 20 years since I released my album. I will never be able to fully explain not only how much this album's meant to me, but the monumental impact it had on my life. It's hard to try and comprehend how 20 years later, the songs I wrote as a 17-year-old would still resonate with people today. It's pretty crazy. And she went in on, you know, some thoughts about the record. It's very sweet. She posted some throwback photos of her recording. She looks so young. Such a baby. I mean, same with the the Sometimes cover. Like, I looked back at the video, obviously, and just looking at this picture of Avril, and, like, in my mind, they don't look like that. To me, like, at that time, they didn't look like that. They looked like adult pop stars to me. Yeah, they were like the cool seniors yeah. in high school. And now I'm looking at like, up to. that's literally child. That's Olivia Rodrigo to me. That that person's Olivia Rodrigo. I look at a, a child like that and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a baby. So it's just funny. It's funny how time flies. But yeah, I'm very, very happy for our girls. It's been a pretty, pretty successful week for everybody, actually. Yeah, it really has been. A lot of nostalgia. And good memories and re-ups. I also just love when these artists dig into the archives, like the Spice Girls doing it, pulling out B-sides. Mariah did it recently with those old, like, it's just cool. I just enjoy it a lot. Agreed. There will always be gripes. I know I I saw on, like, more Stanny sides of Twitter that, like, she has more demos that wasn't put on the 20th anniversary. I get it. I get it. But I think it's nice that she acknowledged it at all because you don't always get that. So no. we got some of the B-sides at least. and Britney's version of Telephone, when? Like, exactly. I mean, we haven't even begun having our fun, yeah, with those re-releases at all. Yeah, there's like, a lot of B-sides and unreleased from a lot of girls that still need. Yeah, so I'm sure that'll come one day soon. Plenty of fresh and cool music out this week and uh, some other things on the horizon as well. Yes, so, I like how you said that before, though, about how this was a really good week for all our girls. And us. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. It honestly was. Wow. For once. That's things nice. Things are really going our yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of things happened this week. And if you would like, we're going to keep the convo going uh-huh. in our after show. We're going to be discussing... The Ava Max <laughs> album cover reveal. We're going to give our thoughts on that. Uh-huh. We've got some pride events that we need to discuss. Some yes. gay things we, we need to discuss. We went to some gay things. So stay tuned. Keep on going toward the after show. We've got plenty to discuss. And if you're wondering where you can listen to that, it's on patreon.com slash legends only. There's dozens of bonus content episodes there. You can join our Discord and... When you're on Patreon, it gives you an RSS feed that you can put into Apple Podcasts or Pocket Casts that will give you these bonus episodes. If you're curious about how to do that, send us a message on Patreon. Let us know. We can help you get that set up so you can listen to the bonus content. But yeah, um, until next week, we will see you soon. Da 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 da. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.